0: Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Groundbacher, and the time is right. Welcome today's guest, the strong and powerful Gina Young. Gina, are you ready to do this?
1: Absolutely.
0: Excellent, let's do this. Gina is the creator of Money Savvy Living and is a personal finance writer at Talk Markets, a smart site which covers the entire breadth of the diverse world of finance, but is customized and tailored to each individual user. I'm excited to have you on, Gina. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why it is you do what you do.
1: Well, I'm a wife, and I'm a mother of three boys. Uh, my oldest is in middle school now, so that's a little bit different world that we're entering into there. And then my youngest just entered kindergarten this year, so got my days to myself at this point. And um, I'm working on building my businesses from home, uh, working from home. As you mentioned, uh, I have my blog, which is Money Savvy Living, and I go over money-saving ideas, um, you know, healthy living, family-friendly travel, uh, just kind of lots of stuff that I enjoy and that kind of goes in with my finance background. And then I also have uh, a couple of other side jobs that I do with um, Rodan and Fields and Juice Plus. Those were opportunities that uh, I kind of just started building uh, little side careers there as well. So busy, but at home all day. <laughs> Excellent.
0: So I guess I think that all of us are trying to find the right work-life balance and I always hesitate to use that term I I I more like to call it rhythm because it's never going to be necessarily fifty percent this forty percent that but um, everybody's going to be a little bit different so it sounds like that's something that you've been working on for a little while Um, do you have advice or thoughts on helping people to to find that rhythm or balance
1: Well, this really didn't start out of anything that I thought I would ever do. Um, I had always had a full-time job when my husband and I had our first son. I still worked full-time. We had our second son and I worked part-time. And then when we had our third, we just made the decision that I would stay at home. But a couple of reasons that, you know, that didn't go over kind of, you know, it, it sounded great. You know, I'd have extra time with the kids. But I had always worked and not having that income, that two family income, or that two income, you know, that we had coming into our family was very scary, just dropping down, you know, to my husband. So I thought, well, you know, I'm going to just do something to kind of keep me busy. So I started out writing online for Examiner and you'd get paid, you know, based on clicks to the website. Well, everything just kind of grew out of there. I figured out, you know, how to start my own blog and how to monetize that. And then, you know, a few years later, these other uh, little side jobs kind of came along just because they were products that I used and loved. And, you know, when you tell your friends about them, that's kind of how the the multi-level marketing works there. Um, you know, with the e-commerce business, you don't have to do anything besides have, you know, that online. And I started feeling a little bit better about our income situation because then, you know, it wasn't that scariness of, Man, if my husband loses his job, what are we gonna do? So it it kind of developed out of a need, but also just kind of out of something, you know, for me to do and to work on and just still feel like I had a career going.
0: Nice. I appreciate that. So necessity breeds innovation sometimes, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's kind of how it, it started out. So it's kind of neat to see how it's developed over the years.
0: Got it. And how many years has this been now?
1: Well, my little one is six, so it's been going on about almost six years. I think maybe a little over five.
0: Got it. Okay. So you started off with what you knew, which was personal finance. If you were to counsel someone else, um, how, how would you counsel them to figure out if, if, if they were in a situation like you and your husband were in? where it was a two-income a two family and then it was one, and then you said, okay, geez, I need to somehow figure out a way to make some money. How would you counsel somebody to figure out what direction they should go in?
1: Well, kind of like what I did. It, it, like it evolved, as you pointed out, out of what I was interested in, like finance and numbers. That has always interested me. So writing finance online, that made sense for me. And it kept, it kept my career going. That was really more than the money aspect. That was kind of what I was looking for. So I didn't have big gaps on my resume. So that's where I started out. So I would just tell people to look at what they are interested in. And that's a lot of what the, the Juice Plus and the Rodan and Fields business came out of. Like, I love to eat healthy. I love to be able to, you know, give my kids whole food supplements. And so it was something that we were using, we were, you know, we liked, we felt like the quality of our lives were better. So then you can authentically promote that product. Same with me for Rodan and Fields. I love their skincare. So it's an easy thing for me to talk about with people. So I would say that's what it is more than anything. Finding something you like, something, you know, that you enjoy and then figuring out, you know, is there a way I can make money with this? Is there a side job I can start with this? You know, there's, there's tons of options, you know, if you love photography, it's so easy now, you know, to, to be a photographer. So even, you know, just on a small level, starting out, you know, to, to take pictures of family and friends. So whatever you enjoy, I think that your passion will show through and your authenticity in a product or in your field that shows through.
0: Yeah, I a hundred percent agree with that. And if it's also, on top of that, if you're doing something you don't like doing, <laughs> you're probably not going to be super excited to get up and do it every day. So Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I, I would have to imagine, my wife and I have a, a year and a half uh, old son, and it is an exhausting thing uh, chasing after him. And so if you have several kids, you better feel really good about and excited about what you're trying to do on the side, otherwise that's going to get pushed for lack of a better term, to the side, and it's probably never going to get off the ground. Would you agree with that?
1: Well, that's very true. Yeah, I mean, and that's what being able to work from home did for me was give me that flexibility. I mean, I like being able to be here for my kids, you know, before they were in school. And then even now, you know, before school, I can make them breakfast and, you know, help them get their homework finished and all of that stuff, and I don't have to be worried about gosh I need to be running out the door in five minutes myself so it is kind of nice in that sense that you know when you're able to do that you know it gives you that flexibility in life to be able to enjoy what you're doing and still enjoy your family and not you know feel the same stresses that you have when you're you know punching somebody else's clock so it's it's been a real blessing in that sense
0: got it great so somebody who's listening to this and, and geez if it's a if they're a stay-at-home parent, or if it's they're, they're they're working a nine-to-five traditional kind of a job, but they're still interested in in generating some kind of a, a supplemental income, or I'll just use the term that's that's used these days, some kind of a side hustle, and eventually getting a, getting out of that nine-to-five job and doing their side hustle full time. Once they've identified, which we've sort of talked about, um, how would you then counsel them to? To, to, to get started? Would you say you need to set deadlines, you need to have daily or weekly tasks?
1: Well, obviously being organized and having a plan is going to help. You know, if you have a roadmap, you know, it's easier to know where you're going than if you just kind of set out on a trip, right? So planning is, is going to help you get there. Um, for me, uh, I'll take a step back just a second to, to tell your audience about something as I had started this out when I was writing for Examiner, you know, a lot of people will contact you and and send you things to review and and different things like that as a financial expert. So I had gotten this book that, uh, it it was called Outsmarting the System. Uh, Anthony of of CPA wrote this book and he wanted me to review it for him. So I did and I read it and it just made so much sense because it was talking about how, you know, if you go to, you know, we're all told, we're all programmed, you know, go to college, get a good job, you retire, you know, that's the, the path, right? That's the responsible path that we're all supposed to take. Allegedly, you know, that's what you're <laughs> taught to believe, right? Sure. That that's going to put you on the path to financial success and, you know, career success and in his book it talked about how you know yeah that's that's an okay path but when when you're going to work every day you're building somebody else's dream so you know do you want to build your dream or do you want to build somebody else's dream and it talked about the importance of no matter what you're doing anybody can have a side business you know there's definite tax benefits that go along with it and then of course there's retirement benefits that go along with it. I mean, if you've spent your life, you know, working, if you haven't put into your 401k, you know, there's not pensions anymore. It's not the same as it is, you know, it used to be in the private sector. So I thought, gosh, that makes so much sense. Why don't I start my own business? So that's kind of where that idea of, you know, it doesn't have to be big tomorrow. This can be something I work on, you know, for the next 30 years, and that's fine. But that's, you know, something I definitely need to work toward. So that was what kind of gave me the idea like, gosh, yeah, this should be a business. This shouldn't just be a hobby. Like, I should do this. So that was where it started for me and thinking about, you know, relieving our income situation and not having to be dependent on one income. So, like, on my blog on mymoneysavvyliving.com, I have different tabs. I have resource tab, you know, that shows people how they can start a blog easily. I have resource tabs, you know, under my healthy living and beauty, you know, letting people know how they can become consultants, but um, probably wouldn't have to look far, you know, and, and so many people now, you know, with the internet have virtual businesses and have, you know, online, you know, e-commerce businesses. So there's, such a, a ton of opportunity out there to get started, and it's it's not a big investment. Think about it this way: um, you know, if you start a franchise restaurant of I don't know McDonald's or whatever, I don't know if that's uh, always franchise or company-owned, but you know what I'm saying. If you start a franchise, you're probably spending what a hundred thousand sure. dollars for a building, for inventory, you know, for all of the stuff that you would need to start your business of that franchise. Most of these e-commerce businesses, you can start, you know, for a few hundred bucks or less. You know, I, I was able to start all of my stuff for less than a hundred bucks. So it's really easy to get your foot in the door to a money-making opportunity that's not a pay me, you know, $5,000 scam is what I think some of those are. You know, if you have to pay a lot of money to start something, You know, I'm just not sure about it. But when I can start something for relatively little money and make money next month, okay, that sounds good to me. So there's tons of opportunities out there. So, yeah, if somebody can enrich their life and add to their side income and build something for their retirement, why not?
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And in today's world when so few people are really all that engaged in what they're doing, what their work is – I think that there might be a great opportunity to take a little bit of time and figure out what does get you really excited and, and, and what you maybe are passionate about and then to pursue it. Because like you said, it's not like it takes an enormous amount of money up front to do that. so Right. Um, well, you and I know all too well that it's probably the right habits that will help to make people financially successful, but... It's probably the right habits that will also help them to be successful with their side hustle. So do you have certain habits that you think that people either need to have or to be able to cultivate?
1: Well, for sure, you know, planning for your future, whether you have a business, a side business or not, you know, investing early on, I think is, is the key with that. Because uh, not getting too technical here with your audience, but, you know, the time value of money is a big deal. If you invest you know starting when you're 20 years old as opposed to when you're 50 years old that money that you invest at 20 has 30 years to compound on itself and you know grow and continually you know it's gonna exponentially grow as compared to that money that you're putting in when you're 50 years old and so much closer to retirement it just doesn't have the time you know to gain the interest like it does so that as far as, you know, creating wealth and creating financial security, it's probably the biggest thing that I would say, you know, would be important for people to to a habit to create every paycheck. Make sure you're committing to the 401k if your employer offers one. If you're self-employed, open up, you know, your own Roth or simple IRA or, you know, whatever's going to work for your situation, but a Roth IRA is something I think whether you have an employer-sponsored plan or not. I mean, to be able to get that tax-free growth is such a great thing. I mean, that's huge for a retirement account. So that would be the biggest thing I can think of as a habit just in life to plan for retirement. Um, as far as with a business, a lot of people you know, aren't successful working at home not because they can't do it, but because there's so many other things you can get distracted by, right? So, you know, you've got your TV, you've got your phone, you know, you've got all of your familiar things that you do when you're at home. So if you don't set that stuff aside, give yourself a working space that you say, okay, this is my time to work and just do my work. Then, you know, you might get sidetracked with, you know, the other, other things, even just laundry and, you know, just sure. housework can can pull you away as well. So working at home, those are the biggest things I would say for people is just to focus your time, set it aside, same time every day, and and make it just a part of your everyday schedule rather than fitting it in around all the other stuff that you want to do when you're at home. Pretend you're going to somebody else's office when you sit down at that computer. That's going to help you keep focused and and keep working toward your business.
0: You know, I think that that's a great, great way to think about it and how you do look at something makes all the difference. So if you just think, you know what? Yes, I'm in my house, but I need to act like I'm somewhere else so I don't get distracted. So I like it. Yep. (laughs) Well, Gina Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Well, my difference making tip is going to be to build something for yourself. Whether it be a side business, whether it be you know work on an ebook, whether it be anything you know that you can leave your name to that's going to help put you in a better spot in your future for your retirement. That's what you need to work toward. So for me, like the device, the diversified income strategy, that's huge for me. So being able to not have to depend on one source of income alone. And being able to do that through the side businesses has been a real blessing. So I think that is probably the, the big bit of advice that I would give is, is to look at starting to diversify income today. Whether it's a, a big amount tomorrow or not doesn't matter because it's not what you do today and tomorrow that matters. It's what you do today, tomorrow, and the next 20 years that's going to matter. So it's those daily habits that are going to add up to help put you in a better financial situation and maybe emotional and you know relationship wise as well
0: well that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on come on so that is how (laughs) that is how we make changes and how you eat an elephant is just small bites and, and, and and one bite at a time like so so often people want to see immediate changes but it doesn't always work out that way so but gina thank you so much for coming on where can savage nation learn more about you and everything we've been talking about
1: Well, thank you for having me on today. I certainly appreciate it. And uh, anybody that wants to come over and follow what I'm doing, I'm at MoneySavvyLiving.com.
0: Awesome. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Gina your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. And check out her website. I know that I did. And you will find... A lot of great content and a lot of great resources for helping you to figure out what your side hustle, what your side hustle might be as well. So, um, well, thank you again, Gina. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.